Ruger Light Rack Security 380 is easy to shoot and easy to rack. Small enough to carry concealed or in a purse. Big enough to absorb recoil. Learn more at Ruger.com. All right, welcome back to Gun Talk. Glad that you could be here. We are still over here at the, I guess, world headquarters of Gun Talk down in Robert, Louisiana. It's kind of halfway between Baton Rouge and New Orleans, having a bunch of fun. I'm dropping in here doing my uh, nationwide book signing tour that I'm doing, going all over the country, sneaking into bookstores and just signing my name into random books. So that's my book signing tour. <laughs> Visiting here with Chris Serrano. <laughs> I was wondering, I hadn't heard you had a book. <laughs> oh, I don't have a book. I just sign other people's books. <laughs> Why nice. not, right? Right. You can do whatever you like. That's right. As long as they don't catch you. That's so, right. There you go. All right. So... You're running the whole training operation here now at Gun Talk and Range Ready Studios and got a whole bunch of classes going here. People always ask you the same questions over and over. Same questions. What gun should I buy? First one, always. Sure. Yeah. We don't actually know the answer to that because well, we don't know yeah, enough about you. I mean, we have we have opinions, but it doesn't mean it's the right gun you should buy. Well, that's true. You know, and the right gun for me is not the right gun for somebody else. Although I will say the right gun for me is the right gun for you because the three of us were standing around today. It's like, oh, look at that. We're all carrying the same gun today. Yes, we are. <laughs> Isn't that funny? And no, we're not going to tell you what it is. So because then no. you're going to think, oh, that's the only one to get. No, it's not. It's it, not. It's not. But uh, it is. It is a pretty good the, one. The Micro 9 is a whole new category, and it is a sweet category. Yeah, if you're not carrying a micro compact, high capacity, nine millimeter right now, you're missing out on a lot of stuff. But there are a lot of people that carry a full size gun, and they they conceal it well. They're very used to it. They're very comfortable with it, and you should absolutely go with that. How do you know which gun is right for you? Well, it's whatever you're really you're really comfortable with. You shoot it well. It feels good in your hand. You don't mind shooting it. You don't mind shooting it all day in a class. Although your carry gun doesn't have to be I'm just going to say the carry shoot. gun and the class gun can definitely be two different guns. I, I, oh, I man, would offer. But with the one we're carrying, you can shoot it yeah, all day can. in a class. Well, I mean, okay, if you said, okay, I got a Hellcat, a three, P365, a Shield Plus, like there's two or three others that are all in that same category. The darn thing shoot so well. We're shooting it. We're knocking steel at 60 yards oh yeah with our carry guns yes it's like okay and we're, we're not we're, shooting big chest plates either no just so everybody knows yeah no no we're shooting what <laughs> 10 inch probably 10 inch circles <clears throat> out there well like we that. got eight inch plate rack and then we've got 12 inch okay plates, those are, we have six inch plates and okay uh, you know if we're not hitting the six inches we're scaring the hell out of them yeah we're hitting the 12 inches without any problem at 60 yards yeah with a carry fine gun. yeah exactly and okay i'll just admit it you're doing better with the dot than I am with my iron sights. Darn dot, it just makes sense, man. Me? I don't shoot a dot. You're not I, shooting I a dot? I don't have a dot. I thought dot. you were the king of dots. I, yeah, no, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still not shooting a dot. No, nah, he's, he's not a dot guy. I'm throwing him under the bus here. Yeah, no, I'm not a dot guy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I did handle uh, the new Vortex, which will uh, be coming out here soon, and uh, I'm sure everybody will find out about it one day. Uh, it's really cool. Um it, Some things we just can't talk about yet. Yeah, I know. I I like I like uh, I man. There's no there's no faster easier way than to shoot with a dot. It's amazing, isn't it? It really is. I just hate it. 
<laughs> well, you shoot so well with irons. So well, but the only way to know is to try different guns. Too. Yeah, you shoot, you shoot different guns, you try different things. Um, listen, the, the problem is most people really don't try a gun. And they don't try concealed carry positions. They mm. put it in their pants one day and they say, ah, you know, I just don't like that. Or they do it one time or for one minute or for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I don't like that. I, you know, I'll never get used to that. Well, how do you know? You know, so they're, they're all pretty much all uncomfortable at first. Tom, it's why we have boxes full of holsters and safes full of guns. Yeah, we do. Because we, we shoot something and we find something else and then, then something else comes out or we go back to things sometimes too. Yes. Yeah. And we, you need more than one option depending on the season and the way that you're dressing, depending on how you're going to conceal it. There's just a lot of variables in here. Yeah. I mean, I still have, I have two revolvers in my truck that are always in there. And the cool thing about revolvers is they almost always go bang. Right. You know, they don't have springs. They don't have, you know, junk in them that are going to get clogged up or stop working. I started carrying a revolver in the yard. I mean, because when I'm dusty and dirty, the revolver is going to work You're better. carrying a judge now, aren't you? Yeah, my buddy over at Taurus, uh, I talked to him and... He made me a deal I couldn't refuse. So how are you setting that up with the load? Since it can carry, you can do 410 and you can do 45. Yeah, so I got I got my first round out is uh, number nine birdshot. Four? Uh, snakes, because I live in Louisiana. And you're not a real fan of snakes, if I remember. No, I'm not right. a fan, and I have a lot of acres, and I'm always around. I'm not talking about sore teeth either. I mean acres <laughs> and land. <clears throat> I got... Uh, I've got uh, plenty of property. I'm always out there. Uh, the first one out is going to be number nine shot. Okay. I should probably have two in there, but something about only having five shots. So the other four are some uh, good quality carry loads for the 45 Colt. 45 Colt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is a great round. And that it's... and my my Taurus shoots really accurately. I That's mean, what I you just, were saying. I shot it offhand, standing 35 feet. I did a two-inch group, and I wasn't even trying. And I thought, you know what? That's about the first time I've ever picked up a revolver. I mean, it's very rare that you pick up a revolver and, it, and like the first ammo you put in it, the first rounds you shoot through it all go in the same spot because a revolver doesn't have adjustable sights generally. Okay. And uh, it shot straight, and I was like, well, that'll do, pig. That's that'll got, do. And I just <laughs> <laughs> threw it in the back of the four-wheeler and said, let's get out of here. Well, there you go. And, of course, the forty-five Colt has been stopping bad guys for at least 150 years. Yeah, I mean, in the new ammo, I mean, some of the, the great Hornady bullets and Barnes bullets, all those different things. I mean, you know, hell, put double tap hard cast in it, and it's going to shoot know, through pigs and anything else. Yeah, multiple pigs. Yeah, exactly right. Speaking of pigs, you got any pigs over at your place? You know what? I don't have any on my property, but two-tenths of a mile down the road, I can go sit and shoot one every night. No kidding. Yeah, they just don't come across. I got a dog dog farm uh, just next door, and I swear those dogs constantly oh, barking they must run the just pigs keep off. things from moving over. Son of a gun. Where do you like to hunt pigs with? Uh, I like to hunt pigs with everything. My <laughs> two favorite guns are my 10 millimeter with double tap hard cast and my Patriot Ordnance. I have that uh, little Rogue 308. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's small, but hell, the new Ruger SFAR. I just is shot that same, this morning. Same gun. Man, that's I nice. I mean, it's, it's awesome. But I've never had a pig walk away from a 10 or a 308. 
And I've had pigs walk away from everything else, and I just gave up on them. And you know how much I like 10 millimeters. I mean, I just love 10s. I know you're a fan. I hated it. It was another one of those things, you know, like the red dots. I was like, what do I need another caliber for? What do I need this? Blah, blah, blah. And then I had one for an article. I shot it. I killed pigs. And I was like, holy crap. This is fun, and it works. <laughs> it works. That's a, It's like. So I was you, like, yeah, I'll take it. People don't understand. It's like. It's, I just moved move from nine to ten. It's only up one. No, it's like fifty percent more powerful than a nine. It's yeah, a lot. It's, it's a forty mil. It's a forty caliber magnum. Oh, that's a good way to put it. You know, exactly it's a, what it is. It's a forty caliber magnum. You put the right ammo in it, and the thing's an absolute hammer. Of course, I shoot everything in the head though too. You know, body shots. I've shot them with three thirty eight Lapua, and had them run off and really? go hundred yards. Wow. Yeah, so, shoulders. And, and I found a, most tens are pretty accurate. Uh, I don't know anything about the ten other than the one I have. Well, you're right. I'm sorry. I wrote the cover article for a magazine on the XDM. Right. And it was unbelievably accurate. And we were shooting the SIG this morning. And that's 10, accurate. And that's spooky accurate. I mean, the, the XDM, when I first shot it, uh, and we, I think we have some of those here too. Um, oh, my God. I mean, it just stacked them up. The Springfield stacks them up. The, the TRP, that's right. the one I carry. Uh, and, I, you know, I hate 1911s too, but, <laughs> but damn it, if I don't have one. And my 10 has a red dot on it, just so you know. <laughs> oh, oh no. my God. Truth be told, this everything's coming Serena. out. This is not Oh, my God. No, I got an oddball caliber. I got a red dot and a 1911. And 1911. What has happened to Chris? Oh, my God. And it's, <laughs> it's like my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing. I have a holster for it. I clip it on. I don't ever go hog hunting when I don't clip that on. Yeah. I mean, I carry a rifle, carry the handgun. Until it gets dark, the handgun is my number one. Interesting. You'd rather shoot him with that. It's oh, more fun. Yes, because yeah. it can. I mean, it shoot, yeah. I can. I can shoot. Uh, I can shoot a six-inch plate at like seventy-five yards with it, and hit it like you know eight out of ten times, right. seven out of ten times. You know, if I'm if I'm super stable. So I mean, a pig is a lot bigger than that. One of my, you know, you have these shots you always remember. One of my favorite shots I remember was uh, a number of years ago was smoking a running pig, running in front of dogs with a 44 Magnum, uh, just with iron sights, and just rolled it back, double action, 35 yards as he's running away, and just, I mean, just rolled him right there and going, yeah, okay, that'll work. Yeah, when that's the, just fun. When the head stops moving, the body keeps going over him, that's funny. <laughs> it is, exactly. Uh, obviously, you're teaching all these classes here, running these classes. RangeReadyStudios.com is where they go for all that information. That's right. I mean, it's easy to find everything. Our biggest problem right now is is just advertising. I tell you what, we keep getting shadow banned on all these things that we try to advertise to all our customers. All, all the social media platforms. Yeah, social yeah. media is just screwing with us. I mean, we, we've made some really cool videos. We've done some commercials now. I don't know how we're going to get past it all, but... You know, word of mouth has been what has spread my personal training over the years. Mm -hmm. And we just need to get the word of mouth out on Range Ready. There you go. If you haven't seen it, if it hasn't popped up on your social media, just go to rangereadystudios.com. You can see the classes. If you go to the Gun Talk, either YouTube channel or Facebook, you can see the videos there, see what we're up to, what's going on. Real quality uh, classes there, two-day classes and right down here in the heart of Louisiana, you can come down, take a class, and have some fun while you're here. Yeah, it's a beautiful place to be. Uh, the weather's uh, almost always pleasant. 
And we're trying to stay away from some of the worst summer months, so everything should be good. There you go. Chris Reno, thank you so much. Appreciate you being here. Thanks, Tom. I'm glad you're in town. You bet. All right. We'll be back in just a minute. 866-TALK-GUN. I'm Tom Gresham, and this is Gun Talk. POF USA is a leading provider and manufacturer of firearms known for radical innovation, yielding the finest AR-type rifles on the market. For 21 years, POF USA has been a market leader with a portfolio of regulated short-stroke gas piston operating rifles, as well as the newer introductions of direct impingement systems. All POF USA products are 100% made in the USA by patriots for patriots. Learn more at POFUSA.com. The Ducks Unlimited dream came to life because of conservationists just like you. Your support has enabled Ducks Unlimited to conserve 15 million acres throughout North America. But our mission is far from over. Wherever wetland habitats are threatened, we'll be there. Because we understand that long after we're all gone, our dream remains in the best of hands. Used guns can be a great value, but you have to know who you're buying from. What if you could buy quality used guns with a lifetime warranty from the Internet's largest online reseller? That's what you get at Dewey'sGuns.com. They stand behind every firearm purchase for life. If you have a problem, they'll either fix or replace your gun. Pistols, rifles, shotguns, and more. Check out their inventory today at Dewey'sGuns.com. Back with you. That was one of the funnier interviews I've done. Talking with Chris Serino. You may actually remember Chris was on the Top Shot uh, TV show for a couple of seasons, and now he is the, our director of training here at Gun Talk at Range Ready Studios. Uh, what was funny is, I mean, Chris is a law enforcement guy, a federal and local law enforcement, a trainer. He was uh, an air marshal, did a lot of different interesting things, we'll put it that way. Uh, <laughs> and typical cop fashion, tends to like what he likes and doesn't want to hear about other stuff. And so it was hilarious to me to hear him say, yeah, you know, I don't like red dots. I'm, I'm no red dot guy. He says, yeah, but I got a red dot on, on this uh, pistol. I really like that. And I said, yeah, he said, I didn't like 10. I don't, I don't like 10s. He says, but then I got a 10, you know. Actually, I got a couple of them. And I said, yeah, they really shoot really accurate. He said, well, I don't know about well, yeah, actually, now that I think about it, yeah, the ones I've shot have been really accurate. He says, yeah. He says, but I don't like 1911s. He says, but, but I've got a 1911 and 10 with a red dot that I really like, and I always put that on when I'm hogging. And it was just hilarious to see hear him go through the process of, well, I don't like those, but now I bought one, and I really like it. Uh, might be a lesson there for us about being closed off from new options. You know, I don't like... X. For a lot of people, a lot of people who are really into guns for a long time, it was that way about ARs. Don't like the way they look, don't like the way they are, I don't need one, yada, yada, yada. And then you go out and shoot one, you go, oh, that's actually kind of nice. And you buy your first one, because it's usually your first one, because you don't end up stopping after the first one. It's kind of like potato chips, you know, you got to keep going. Uh, speaking of that, when I was out here a couple of three days ago, we were shooting our big pile of guns. One of the ones they wanted me to shoot, I had not shot yet. 
I had handled it, but hadn't shot it yet, was the Ruger SFAR. Unfortunately, for a while, we were calling it the SFAR. Ruger says, that's not what we call it. SFAR stands for short, or rather, uh, small frame AR. It is a rifle that's the size of an AR-15, but it shoots 308. Normally, you have to go to the AR-10 platform, which is a larger, heavier gun. Weighs about six and a half pounds, and shot that out there. And, you know, as you would expect, it's got a nice muzzle break on it, which helps reduce recoil, but boy, it's loud. Uh, they would be great with a can on it. But, man, if you had a need for just a hankering for a 308, this is pretty sweet. And there's a way that you possibly could actually get one for free. Yes, we're giving away a Ruger SFAR 308 this month with our Gun Talk giveaway. If you go to guntalk.com slash win, you can see the March Madness giveaway we're doing over there. It's a, They call it the Gun Talk March Radness, not Madness, March Radness giveaway. I think probably March Madness is copyrighted somewhere. I'm sure it is. Uh, but it's a rad, if you will, going way back in the time machine now. It's a really nice rifle. I like it. And this one's going to come. The package comes with a Meprolite, True Vision, Mil Spec, Red Dot Sight. Again, guntalk.com slash win, W-I-N. You can enter for a chance. Somebody's going to win this thing. And you might as well throw your hat in the ring and see what happens there. 866-TALK-GUN. Let's see. Uh, Paul's with us out of Palmer, Alaska on 4. Hey, Paul. What's on your mind, sir? Hello? Hey, Paul, you're up. Yep, okay. Yeah, I was out uh, looking for a gun for one of my grandsons, mm -hmm. and I happened on a consignment sale. I bought a, a Firearms International Bronco. It's kind of a skeletonized 410, and I remember seeing these things in Boy Scouts or Boy's Life magazine back when I was a scout back in the 60s. Wow. And I think they were, nine, they were 19 or $29 a piece. <laughs> yeah. I I think I ended up paying two seventy five for this one, but oh uh, I got to tell you, it's, this, this thing shoots like a dream, and everything works on it. it, it the the fit and the uh, movements on it are like like my uh, Freedom Arms. It's just a really nice, tight fit. Everything works great. Terrific! That is outstanding. Good deal. Well, I, I, I like that a, idea. I appreciate that. Now, did you say you're getting that for your your son? Every, my grandson. Every grandson. every grandkid that I that's born, I always buy him a gun the day they're born. So uh, no I bought this kidding. the day he was born. And <laughs> part of me says I kind of hope he doesn't want it when he's old enough and more responsible, or you know, to get it because I love this gun. It's, it's a squirrel killing machine. I'll be a son of a gun. Okay, that is a great range report. I appreciate that. Congratulations on the new grandson, by the way. Yeah. Have a great day. All righty. You take care. Let's uh, jump up to line two, grab Kent out of Fargo, North Dakota. Hey, Kent, you're on Gun Talk. What's up? Well, I just had to call and thank you because you told me a couple of years ago to shoot with my dominant eye, mm -hmm. and I shoot my crossbow with that. And let me tell you, world of difference. Oh. So I wanted to thank you very kindly. So did and you now switch I'm my pistol that way? Are you now? Now did you switch from the right to the left eye? Yes. Growing up, we didn't have any money, so everything was right-handed. Sure, I understand. So, and, but I just 
I've tried a couple times to call you, and I just really, really appreciate it. Uh, I shot six arrows with my crossbow, and I split one of them and broke it, and it irritated me because it cost me 90 bucks. And the guy I was shooting with said, I'll never shoot right eye again. <laughs> no kidding. If you get a Robin Hood like that. To, yeah. I really enjoy your show, and I wanted to thank you personally. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to call back and let us know how it worked out. Congratulations, Kent. Thank you for the call, sir. Uh, let's see. Stephen, let's see. In uh, Abilene, Texas, on 5. Hey, Stephen, you're on Gun Talk. What's up? Oh, hey, I just wanted to talk to you about the home defense. Okay. I uh, had an AR for, I don't know, the last five or six years that I've had standing in the bedroom. Right, and uh, I got to thinking, what happens if something happens to me? Mm-hmm. And uh, the wife is not familiar with the AR. Uh, really, she shot a little bit, but not enough. Mm-hmm. She shot the shotgun her whole life, twelve gauge shotgun, no problem. Mm-hmm. But we're back to the shotgun. <laughs> I double off buck. I don't have to worry about hitting. Yeah, yeah, I don't have to worry about hitting over penetration with either one of them where I live. But okay. uh, it's just something that. Uh, I just feel better knowing that she can pick it up and, and do as good, probably better than I can with it. So we're uh, we're back to the shotgun. I think that is very smart to think of, of the all the what ifs. You run through the scenario of, okay, what if I'm not the one with the gun, but what if I get hurt and or you know something happens and she needs to use the gun? Can she use the AR? If the answer is no, but she's better with the shotgun, which it sounds like she is, I think you have made a strong tactical decision, and then you guys can kind of talk about scenarios of what are we going to do if and how are we going to do this and you know, all the rest of it. Congratulations. Well done, sir. I appreciate the call. You know, you got to figure out what works for you. There are a lot of people out there who are happy to tell you that whatever you're doing is wrong because it's not what they do, or they'll tell you what you should be doing because it's what they do. But the reality is only you can figure it out. Oh, well, along with some help from trainers and educating yourself and looking at variables and maybe switching to a gun you don't like, like Chris Serino. It's like, I'll never have one of those, except now I do because I really like it and it shoots well and it kills pigs and all the rest of it. Funny stuff out there. We'll be right back with more gun talk. All right, we're back. Tom Gresham, 866-TALK-GUN gets you in here. We're pretty much open line. You want to talk about... Well, a particular gun you have, or maybe you're thinking about buying a gun, or you don't even own a gun, and you're wondering if that's a good idea. I can help you with that. We will do, as best we can, we can do a safety makeover for you right here. You tell me what your circumstances are, and I'll help you with a few things. Again, the number here, eh, easier to remember it this way. Me, I'm Tom. Tom Talk Gun. Just give me a call at that number. We'll get you on. Let's see here. Line one, Daryl, Springfield, Missouri. Hey, Daryl, let's talk about red dots. First got my red dot. Well, let me go back. I'm I'm 52 years old, and my eyes are probably 72 years old. <laughs> but when I got my first red dot, I was contemplating sending it back because I thought it was defective. Mm-hmm. And before I did, I took it to a friend of mine who's half my age, and he looked through it, and he told me it was about as perfect a dot as you could get. Well, to me, it looked more like a pine cone. And I think that this will help the gentleman had the stigmatism maybe to not focus on the dot. You you look at the target, and you put the pine cone or the dot or whatever you're seeing on the target. Right. 
And also, if he's wanting to look about a magnifier, or look into a magnifier, he might want to look into a low-powered vari- variable optic instead because you're adding that much more weight anyway. You, you're getting close to the weight of an optic. Yes, and, and, and I am right there with you. Something on the order of like a one to four becomes a very attractive optic to put on an AR-type uh, rifle. And yes, one, especially and they to get have reticles. I mean, they're yes. That might be something if he's wanting long range as well, mm-hmm. and he's he's worried about focusing on that small of a point. That might be a better option. I like it. I wish I'd mentioned that, but I'm glad that you did, and I appreciate it's, that. It's cheaper than eye surgery, you know. If you want to put that off for a while. Yeah, no kidding. I'm with you on that one as well. Thanks for the call. I appreciate that. Good info. Uh, Let's grab Fred in Anchorage on three. Anchorage, Alaska. Fred, Ruger, what happened here? Yeah, long time since I talked to you. Okay. I got to put out some kudos to Ruger. And I don't know if I can give the name of the guy that actually did it. Yeah, you can. Reno. I want to thank Reno from Ruger. Yeah, I sent them boys a Mini 14. It's one of the folding stock, factory folding stock models, stainless steel. Mm-hmm. They call them the A-team thing everybody did for a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. Well, I sent one. Of, then the gas block was cracked on it right below the left side, two screws that mm. tighten it down. The gun was quite beat up, quite nasty. Yeah. Well, I had trouble with both friggin' UPS to send it and with uh, FedEx. Hmm. And as far as I know, this is the fifth largest hub of their friggin' shipping that they do in the world from Anchorage. Yeah, but, but they have these new policies where they don't oh, want yeah. individuals yeah, to be able to send policies, guns. I understand the policies, because I want blah, the guys blah, blah. Yeah. let me know all about it. Mm-hmm. So what did Ruger do to help you out? In the door. What's that now? So I said, what did Ruger do to help you out? They sent me the actual shipping tag. All I did was give them my card number. It charged me $45. Sent me the shipping tag. I went into the FedEx then with that tag because, like I said, UPS won't even let you in the door. Hmm. Not with a firearm. And I had no questions, no problems. The guy took the firearm. I had it all boxed up. Give it. Give it to him. He put the tag on it, and away it went. Well, about two weeks later, I got the gun back, and it is just like brand frigging new. Oh, no kidding. Literally. It is gorgeous. They oh, put yeah. a brand new stock on it. Old old stock, the, the original stock, mm-hmm. it's not one of the Samsons, but they, put one, they found one of the old stocks and put the original oh. stuff back on it. That's great. It's literally, it is just like brand new. It's it's more than I could ever hope for. That is terrific. Just uh, here's a little piece of info to put in your hip pocket and maybe use it if you need to at some point. Uh, the U.S. mail will still let you mail a long gun, shotgun, or rifle. You not handguns, but you can go to the post office and send a shotgun or a rifle, and that works. So you know, FedEx and UPS may be a pain in the rear, but you can still do it through the mail. Yeah, well, I, and the mail's going to charge you a little more, too. Yeah, but, they might. I don't know what the the rate is on that. They, they've all gone up. Shipping has gotten to be real expensive. But, Fred, look, I appreciate you taking the time and giving the shout-out to Ruger. Good people. 
like all these companies are. They just take care of us all so well and really exceed our expectations. And I appreciate the call, sir. All right, our number is 866-TALK-GUN. We'll be right back with more gun talk. Celebrating 75 years of innovation wasn't enough for Timney Triggers. Timney decided to go big and introduce a game-changing Alpha Competition Series trigger for handguns, a first for the company. Currently available for Glock Gen 3s, 4s, and 5s, these new triggers offer a 3-pound trigger weight and crisp trigger brake designed to keep you on target. And like all Timney Triggers, are easy to install and come with a lifetime warranty. Find out more at TimneyTriggers.com. It's time for the March Radness Giveaway at guntalk.com slash win. Enter now through April 1st. One grand prize winner gets the Ruger SFAR chambered in 308 Winchester, a true small frame MSR under seven pounds, plus a Meprolite Mepro True Vision, the ultimate red dot sight. Visit guntalk.com slash win. That's guntalk.com slash win. Void where restricted. Ruger's 1022 rifle line offers a variety of models and features for whatever you need your next 22 to do. From target, takedown, or tactical, to competition, carbine, or compact, the 1022 Action is a tried and true Ruger design, delivering consistent, reliable performance. With its classic styling and ease of use, the Ruger 1022 is America's favorite rimfire rifle. Find the perfect 1022 for you at Ruger.com. Oh gosh, we're having fun today. I get to talk about guns and shooting and talk with all my friends and some people who are not really my friends and don't really like us very much and call in and call us fascist and things like that. But you know, that's okay. This is a free speech zone. There's a limit to how far you can go here. I mean, I'm not going to let you go crazy, but if you don't like what we're doing, give me a call and tell me why. As long as you keep it civil, I'll give you the floor. I will ask you to answer a question or two and support your position, but that seems fair. Again, that number is 866-TALK-GUN. Jim called in from Reno. He's on four. Hey, Jim, what's your question for me? Oh, man, I've been dying to ask you this, and it finally occurred to me in a halfway timely fashion. Okay. I'm waiting for somebody. <laughs> I'm a 44 special junkie. Let's start with that. Okay. And uh, I'm just wondering, since the uh, 10 millimeter is about 8,000 shy of uh, one inch, and the 44 special is about 120 thousandths on the other side, when are we going to get a rimless uh, 44 caliber for semi-auto pistols? Oh, 44 caliber, huh? Well, we got a we have a rimless one-inch 45 caliber for semi-automatic pistols. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not going to go for the Sorry. 45 gap, are you? <laughs> nope. Nope. I. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, Here's the thing, okay? I've been a gun nut my entire life, going uh -huh. back into the 40s. 
and uh, uh, I've tried to over time because I've I've had the kind of jobs where I moved a lot, okay, and I've had I've had to uh, thin out my uh, uh, collection of firearms considerably a number of times over the years. So where I where I've come to is. 44 is a perfect caliber for uh, uh, revolvers, and uh, I've got uh, semi-autos from 380 through 40, and and, and so on uh, to 45, and what have you. Right. Oh yeah, there's nine millimeter in there too. I'm sure. But uh, uh, I like buying one bullet size. Oh, and, I see uh, where we're going. I see where we're going. So if you like the 44 yeah. Special, and by the way, I am a real fan of the 44 Special. I have several. Uh, and people say, why not get a 44 Magnum? Well, I have those two, but that's different, and I like yeah, the 44 Specials, you know? Yeah, I got uh, a, I've got a Model 29 Smith and a, uh, a Ruger Bisley. So, you know, I haven't exactly neglected the Magnum. No. But, uh, right. For, for every day... For everyday carry, when you're out in the boondocks, six twenty four or uh, uh, you know the the twenty one without without the adjustable sights. I, Man, I, those things are perfect in a, in a four inch carry gun. And I went a different way. I went with the six twenty four three inch with the Lou Horton uh, model that they brought out about twenty five years ago, and I just love carrying that revolver. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We, to, we can arm wrestle over the difference in an inch. But, uh, <laughs> or we'll just share uh, a drink. How's that one? <laughs> well, I don't know why there isn't. I'm just trying to think if there is a 44 semi-auto. Uh, you know what? Just because there isn't one doesn't mean we can't uh, push that rope a little bit because Lord knows we need another caliber out there, right? Hence my call. <laughs> I appreciate it. I will work on that. I like the idea. Thank you for the call, sir. I want to grab Mike on uh, two out of Ozark, Missouri. He's got a range report for us. Hey, Mike, what you been shooting there? Hey, Tom. Love your show. Um, I do have one of those SFAR Rugers in the 308. Talk to me. And it, it, is an awesome, it is an awesome gun. You know, I just love it. It's lightweight. Uh, like you said, same size or smaller than, a, you know, an AR-15. I've got mine set up with an ACOG and a Victor Sling, and it does use AR-10, Magpul AR-10 magazines. So right. Unlike a lot of Ruger products, you know, that use those proprietary Ruger magazines, mm-hmm. this one, you know, you can use the Magpul, and it, it's a great gun. And when it went down to the range, uh, let me grab this box, it loves the Federal Premium 308 Gold Medal 168 Grain Sierra Match King. I mean, just a just an awesome round, and it shoots you know one inch at a hundred yards. Just uh, I know it's a little pricey on the ammo, but man, I'm telling you that that, that that's good that stuff. ammo and that gun is just right there. Well, you know, you've got a fairly lightweight rifle shooting 308. Which now here's the funny part is, as they say, we used to say that's where I came in when I was 11 years old. I shot my first deer with a semi-automatic 308. So, and that was a long, long time ago, more than half a century ago. So here we are again talking about a relatively lightweight 308 semi-auto, same deal, just a different look. Right. And it works and as, a, to, uh, as a truck gun. Man, I can't think of anything better. Oh, man, it's just an awesome gun. Well, so I highly recommend it. 
Well, I appreciate the, uh, the rain so report. Had... Yes, sir. Go ahead. Um, I like the AR-15. I need a rifle. I live in the country, and you know, we just I need a rifle. So I like the AR-15 with a light, and then I have a Glock pistol with a light. Oh, that's for your that's home defense where we're rig. Home defense. Yeah, yeah. It would be a throwaway. Would be too much for most situations, but. There are for home defense, but I can sure see some situations where a 308 would not be a bad choice in some defense situations. And look, I appreciate the call. I know there are people thinking, well, what would those be? Well, let me just say this. If you can't imagine a situation where that would be useful for defense, you haven't really exercised your imagination enough. Um, it would be rare. It would be specialized. It would be different. And it may be in a situation where, you know, uh, the stuff has hit the fan universally. And at that point, you go, yeah, there could be a situation where I really do need something that reaches out and taps something very far away or farther away and with more energy. Not that you can't hit stuff with an AR, but you just hit them harder with a 308. But beyond that, I think the most immediate thing is what a fabulous hog gun. I would put either a low-powered variable, or you know what they have on the one here? They've got one of these thermal sights, a night vision thermal sight rig. It's big, uh, and it looks clunky, but man, you talk about a hog-killing machine. A 308 with a thermal out there at night, that's just like cheating. The only thing I would do to it, I would definitely put a suppressor on it, because it is loud as all get out. It's kind of like... Um, the Springfield Armory SOCOM 308, holy cow, that thing is loud. Um, so uh, that would be the only thing I would almost say to get the maximum enjoyment out of a rig like this, I would definitely put a, a can on that. So there you go. I'm trying to think what else we were shooting out there. We shot the 5.7 uh, Ruger carbine. We shot, oh, the uh, Smith carbine with a folding stock. It's an M&P, basically, with a folding stock. And that was fun. Oh, I know the one we, I didn't talk about yet. We shot the SIG P320 in 10 millimeter. Spooky good. I mean, just amazingly good pistol. And like Chris was saying earlier, says, you know, tens just shoot. They, they tend to shoot really well. I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's a chamber thing or an ammo thing. I don't know what it is, but I just, I tend to shoot tens very well. And I picked up that SIG and it had a great trigger and it felt good in my hand and just like, oh yeah. And just, and of course the other thing is when you hit steel at 60 yards with a 10, it just rings louder than when you hit it with a knife because you're hitting it with something on the order of 40 to 50% more energy. I mean, a 10 is a lot more than a nine. It is a great hunting rig. And now it's become for a lot of people, their go-to caliber for bear defense. So if you walk around where there are bears, Double stack 10, kind of hard to argue against that. 866-TALK-GUN. Okay, we're back with you. 866-TALK-GUN, we'll get you in here. You know what, if you call right now, we could get you into the after show as well. Uh, just a reminder, if you haven't heard the after show, you can get it wherever you hear podcasts. And if you have missed any of the shows here live, you can always pick them up as podcasts everywhere. I would also ask you to do me a favor. Spread the word. Tell people you know. If you like the show, share it with people. Share the podcast and tell people about the radio show. And, oh, yes, if you're, if you're listening on a radio show, 
do me a big favor, call the station and just say, hey, appreciate it. You'd leave a message, send them an email, say, hey, I like gun talk and appreciate you running it. That would be helpful. Thanks so much. Again, 866-TALK-GUN. Let's see, line five, Arthur, Waco, Texas. What's on your mind there, Arthur? Is Arthur there? Arthur's maybe in Waco, but he's not on the phone. It happens sometimes. There you go. Um, I did like the call of the uh, the fellow who liked the 44 special. And there are a lot of people out there who probably going, I don't even know what that is. <sighs> well, this comes, it's interesting, this comes right after the anniversary of the birth of Elmer Keith. Elmer's thought to be the kind of the father of the 44 Magnum. He souped up 44 specials, I think to the point where he probably blew up a couple of guns. And they said, well, we need something stronger than that. And so we ended up getting the 44 Magnum out of it. But the reality is, for an awful lot of what we do, a 44 Special will take care of it, especially with good bullets, with good ammo. And there's also kind of a historical link with a 44 Special. It's older. And when you start reading about you know, people like Skeeter Skelton and the Skeeter load that he used when you're loading 44s, I'm not sure... Really, honestly, how to describe it. I've been doing this an awful long time. But there is something about firearms that's linked to history. That's linked to American history, certainly, but, you know, world history. I, we were out shooting at the range. We are shooting a, an MP40 German submachine gun and a, a grease gun, 45 suppressed, and just having a bunch of fun with World War II guns. History. Lever actions. Oh, 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 oh. Speaking of lever actions. Uh, Henry Repeating Arms just put out a recall on their 4570. If you have a Henry Repeating Arms 4570 lever action, go to their website and see if yours is covered by this recall. Until you have verified that, do not shoot your Henry Repeating Arms 4570 lever action rifle, okay? So that was just popped up yesterday or the day before. Uh, but lever action rifles, certainly for history. Revolvers, love them, double action and single action. And then now, I mean, bolt-action rifles been around forever since mm, 1898, was it? Uh, Paul Mauser gave us the uh, the Mauser bolt-action, I believe it was. And then pretty much every bolt-action that came after that is basically just using his design in various forms. And then, of course, we have the whole idea of handing down. I, uh, on this tour driving around here, I brought down here and gave to my son, Ryan, my mother's hunting rifle, a custom 257 Roberts uh, in a stunning piece of curly maple stock. Also one of my dad's rifles, Gritz's, is a 7 mag. And so that's going to be handed down now to third generation in Ryan. And with any luck, maybe one of his daughters shoots that 257 Roberts and shoots her great-grandmother's rifle. It's something about that. And if you get it, you get it. And if you don't, you think we're a little bit nuts. And I wouldn't argue with that either. I'll honor that position. If you want to call me right now, tell me about the guns that you have either handed down or that you have that have been part of the family. We'll pop that into the after show. Appreciate that. In the meantime, give a little thought to the Second Amendment. What are you doing to help with that? You know, the world belongs to those who show up. But part of showing up is, I don't know, writing a check. Click on the donate button, using the credit card, costs money to do this. I can't think of anything more important that we need to be involved with. Have yourself a safe week. We'll see you next time.